Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Uh Speaking of greatness, we went out and saw Patrick Mahomes perform um, uh, unbelievable yesterday. He was just absolutely stellar with the way that he went out there and played and performed. And that second half was as good a second half as I think I've ever seen. And you're going to start talking about that 26-yard run that Patrick Mahomes had with 2.44 to go that sets him up inside the 20-yard line. And you're going to think to yourself over and over, is that the greatest play of Patrick Mahomes' career? Is the one against Tennessee the greatest play? Is the left-handed pass, the flip? I mean, Wasp, what is the greatest play of Patrick Mahomes' career? And it seems like every day that goes by, we have another play that is on that list for the greatest play in Patrick Mahomes' career. But what was determined yesterday and what needs to, to, to stop beginning yesterday after that game was over is trying to debate who the best quarterback is in the league. And, and, and I know you got a lot of ball washers out there for Joe Burrow and a lot of ball washers out there for Josh Allen and a lot of ball washers out there for Justin Herbert. And, and really a lot of people love Jalen Hurts. And I, I thought Jalen Hurts was brilliant yesterday. He was, he was brilliant yesterday. His defense didn't give him an opportunity to win that game. But there's no more debating on who the greatest quarterback in the NFL is. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest active quarterback in the National Football League. The only person he's chasing for greatest of all time is Tom Brady. He's past the Mannings. He's past Elway. He's past Bradshaw. He's better than Aikman. Montana was unbelievable, but Mahomes is a better version of what Joe Montana was. This win has put him in that rare air conversation. He's now one of 13 people in the history of the world, in the history of the world, to have multiple Super Bowl wins as a quarterback in the NFL. He is one of 13 players to have multiple Super Bowl wins. And when you look at that list, like we talked about last week, of people that are on that list at two wins and how many Mahomes is better than, pretty much everybody. Pretty much everybody on that list. He is now the greatest active quarterback, and he's only chasing Tom Brady for the greatest of all time. Listen to these career highlights. Two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, two-time first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro once, five times in the Pro Bowl, two-time NFL passing touchdown leader, NFL passing yards leader. That are, those are the accolades that Patrick Mahomes has accomplished in just five years. And I'll continue because I want to, and it's wonderful. He's got NFL records. He has the highest career passer rating in NFL history. 
He has the highest career playoff passer rating in NFL history. He has more yards by a quarterback in a season than anybody else does in the history of the NFL. And he has more passing touchdowns in a single postseason than anybody else in NFL history. The accolades are absolutely insane for Patrick Mahomes. And the fact that we still had people up until yesterday trying to debate who the best quarterback in the NFL is makes my head want to explode and look like a garbage pail kid. Remember the old garbage pail oh, kids, yeah. BWs? Heads exploded. <laughs> no more. No stop more. it. Just stop telling me two is better and stop telling me Dak is better and stop telling me Kyler or, or Herbert or whoever. Nobody playing the game today and only one other person that has ever played this game is better than Patrick Mahomes and it's Tom Brady. Other than that, there's no more arguing of who the better quarterback is both actively and of all time. This guy's in rarefied air and he's only five years in. It's unreal, and and like I said uh, last week, we are watching the golden era, the prime of Patrick Mahomes, and you know, growing up with all the futility that surrounded the Chiefs organization as a kid, you never thought it was going to be our time, or we were going to have the guy. We have the Michael Jordan of football. Mm -hmm. Not only is he the best quarterback, he is the best football player in the league, and we can't take that for granted. You need to appreciate everything that we're watching every time this man takes the field. It's unbelievable to watch, and and I don't know about you guys. I, I'm not numb to the greatness either. Like, I know it's going to happen, but I still sit there and watch it and just go, holy crap. Yeah. Like, like that run yesterday on a bum ankle that was re-injured, and he goes for 26 yards it's going to be talked about like the Jordan flu game. It's yeah. going to be talked about like Willis Reed. It's going to be talked about in the lexicon of some of the greatest, most unbelievable moments in sports history. That's how great a moment that was last night for Patrick Mahomes. And he was able to do it because that offensive line went out there and grinded big time. They did a great job against that defensive line. They gave help to Orlando Brown when necessary. Uh, McKinnon is just a beast picking up those blocks in uh, the blitzes and everything. They did a phenomenal job giving, keeping Pat clean for the most part, you know, and giving him the time to find those open receivers. And when he needed to make the run, and after he tweaked the ankle, went in, got it, you know, did whatever he had to do to be able to come back out there, he realized lateral movement isn't the way. Straight. Straight. Just go straight. And that's what he said. He said, man, I, I couldn't do any more cuts. It was just straight. And you could see, like I said last week, he runs scared, and he runs fast. That 4.8 speed becomes 4.3 speed when he's scared, like a, a Rottweiler or a dog chasing him in the backyard. Yeah. And you could just tell the way he was looking behind him. So it was, it, it was to me, I think it surpassed the Tennessee run. Yeah, yeah, I think so, because the stage was a lot bigger than that Tennessee run. Here's Andy Reid talking about the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, let's see. He, grew, he grew up in a locker room. He's seen the greats. And he strives to be the greatest. I mean, without saying anything, that's the way he works. I mean, he wants to be the greatest player ever. That's, that's what he wants to do. And that's the way he goes about his business. And he does it humbly. You know, I mean, there's no bragging. Uh, he could stand up here and give you the, the, these stats that are incredible that he's had. But he never, he's never going to do that. That's just not him. And so uh, we, appreciate, we appreciate that. And then when it's time for the guys around to ra raise their game, he helps him with that. 
he's one of these great, the great quarterbacks make everybody around him better, including the head coach. So he's, he's done a heck of a job. Yeah, there's no doing any of that with Andy Reid. He makes everybody better out there, including the head football coach, and that's part of the reason why I would imagine Andy Reid has no interest in walking away from this because he gets the opportunity to continue to coach Patrick Mahomes, and and, and we're watching year five of a career. I mean, people are going to look around the rest of the league and go, do we even do we even form a team this year? Is it even even worth it if we're in Las Vegas or Denver or – Los Angeles or Houston or any other AFC city. Is it really worth it to form a team to go head to head with Patrick Mahomes? I would say the answer is probably not. They're going to need the competition. So you might as well go out there and make a couple of bucks off the deal, but there's no reason for you to try to assemble a team. The chiefs right now have assembled a team that is the greatest in franchise history and the greatest in the NFL right now. And there's no denying that, and there's no debating that. From 1 to 53, there's not been a better team in organizational history. 913-586-7610. Hey, Chad, you're a champion. Good morning, my friend. Hey, what's going on? You. I just just wanted to call in and, and, and say that, uh, you know, first off, uh, I talked to Andy Reid and the whole organization, everybody, but I just wanted to say that this is in uh, a fan and watching every game, I mean, I didn't know if they give out a uh, MVP for the for the game. I know uh, just for the or for just the defense or just the offense or whatever. But I just want to say that Nick Bolton was. I mean, he was flying around that field, and he had. I mean, he played better than anybody. I mean, so any better than anybody on that defense. And I just want to say that hats off to Nick Bolton, and I also want to say. Uh, Congratulations to everybody in Chief Organization. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Chad, appreciate the phone call. I mean, yeah, it was an unbelievable, uh, you know, performance by Nick Bolton. It's been an unbelievable performance by Nick Bolton all year long to do what he's been able to do. I mean, I never thought we would find somebody better than Derek Johnson or somebody to come in and just replace Derek Johnson. But the way that Nick Bolton has come in, I mean, he, he's made you go, oh, my God, how, how good is this guy? And to have 180 tackles or whatever it was and to lead this team again in tackles like he did last night that that to me shows you all you need to know about Nick Bolton he is a mainstay and somebody that this organization can count on on defense just like they can count on Patrick Mahomes on offense and when I see that combination where you have a legit star at your middle linebacker spot that nobody could run by and a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes that's keeping things moving in the right direction and this organization is now set up to continue to build on this and to continue to win championships there's no more questions that need to be asked oh can they win without Tyreek Hill yeah they can win without Tyreek Hill and they just proved that they can a couple of guys headed to free agency Juju Smith-Schuster do you need to resign him probably not find the next wide receiver to kind of get into that mix and keep this thing going Patrick Mahomes proved finally yesterday what I've been saying for the last couple of years as long as he's there you've got an opportunity to win he's that new Tom Brady where you don't have to go out and break the bank for weapons and overspend to get wide receivers and running backs on this roster he's the type of guy that will make everybody around him better and he did that this year and we'll tell you how it happened and we do it next Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio.
believe. I've said that. I don't believe that the Chiefs are going to uh, make the playoffs. You can't say Russell Wilson's that far from Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes in the pocket. Floats a pass near side. Kelsey over the shoulder. He's got the catch. He's got the touchdown. Kansas City. Hurts by himself in the backfield. Threat to run and throw. Crouches down. He wants to run it. Now the ball's off. He kicks the ball. It's picked up by Kansas City. They're going to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Kansas City. A defensive score by Nick Bolton. They hand it off. Left guard. It goes. Touchdown, Kansas City. Isaiah Pacheco blasting in behind the block of Joe Tooney. They're going to throw a quick pass to Tony. He's got it on the edge. He will walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Kadarius Tony. And Tony will take it low at the 35. Now cuts back to the right. He's got a wall set. If he can get to the edge, they can need to block the punter. They do. Tony's at the 40, up the sideline. At the 30, he's at the 20. Tony with the block trying to stay in plays down to the five-yard line. A fast left side, wide open, Sky Moore, touchdown, Kansas City. 11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35-35 tie. The kick is good, and Kansas City leads 38-35. Hertz takes the snap. The Chiefs only rushing two on a delay. Clock is going to be out of time, and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. Our defense played their ass off in that second half. Um, in our offense, we, we found a way. Man, one of y'all said the Chiefs were going to take it home this year. Not a single one. Feel that. Feel it, and I'll on on Bob. Time the say some, some respect on our name. Live from Brett Veach Town, it's Bob Fesco, Josh Klingler, and yours truly. It's a Super Bowl champion edition of Fesco in the Morning. Yeah, I just want to say hi, Travis. I'm Bob. I think I, uh, I think I said that you guys were going to win that Super Bowl. But hey, whatever motivates, whatever you want to do, whatever you got to use to get out there and motivate you to get over that next level, the Chiefs sure did that. And we're having a parade on Wednesday as the Chiefs win that game over Philadelphia, 38-35, getting that second Super Bowl championship in the last couple of years. So wow, uh, wow, 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 wow! Just let out that sigh. And then think again, the Chiefs just won their second Super Bowl in the last four years, and Patrick Mahomes is only in his fifth year now as a starting quarterback in this league. And you have to look at the the landscape in front of us and think to yourself, man, there is a lot to get excited for and a lot to be excited about as we move into the future with this franchise. Because as far as I'm concerned, they're just getting started. This is just the beginning of what is a dynasty. And one of the things that I heard yesterday watching some of the postgame stuff on NFL Network uh, with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, they discussed something that, um, you know, we kind of talked about all off season long and, and really something that we kind of hit on throughout the season, but it's worthy of bringing up again. And that was the pack camp that they had down in Texas in July. And Andy Reid had mentioned on NFL Network last night that by the time they got to phase two of Del Boca Vista here in Kansas City with their offseason program, 
all the pass catchers and skill position guys were up and running because Patrick Mahomes took ownership of this team and invited all of those guys down to Texas, and they worked out on their own when the coaches weren't allowed to do that. And you have to wonder to yourself and say, self, um, how many of these other quarterbacks around the NFL are going to look at what Patrick Mahomes did and decide, you know what I need to do? I need to have a Herbert camp. I need to have a Hertz camp. I need to have an Allen camp. I need to have a Burrow camp. I need to have, you know, whatever my name is camp and see if I can't do what Patrick Mahomes was able to do with his wide receivers because Mahomes knew if they were going to have a shot to win this year, they all had to be on the same page. And there really isn't going to be a lot of time for growing pains with any of this. You've got to hit the ground running. And when they got rid of Tyreek Hill, everybody looked around and went, oh, no, what's going to happen to the Chiefs? Well, they went out and got Juju. They got MVS. Uh, they went out and got Watson. They went out and got Sky Moore. I mean, they, they went out and got some guys but nobody that had played in this system before, nobody that had been around the block with Patrick Mahomes, nobody that knew the ins and outs of that offense. And so what did Patrick Mahomes do? He took it upon himself as the leader of this organization and the leader of this franchise. I'm going to invite these guys down and we're going to work for a couple of weeks down here on some high school field. And these guys are all going to figure it out. And by the time we bounce up North and head to OTAs and get ready to really start working with the coaching staff, these guys are going to be ahead of the curve or exactly where they need to be at this stage of the game. And it was a, a moment like that back in whenever that was, April or May, when Pat camps were going on down in Texas, that this team was starting to come together and starting to figure things out and starting to really get a jump start on their competition. And once you saw everybody buy into that, and, and we're talking about you know veterans of this league, we're talking about MVS. We're talking about Juju Smith-Schuster, guys that have been in other organizations and have had success before. When you started to get them to buy in and to go down and to attend these pack camps that were taking place, you know, on, on their own time, that's when you know this organization is serious about winning. It's those little things that make a big difference. And you can't win the championship in May. You can't win it in June. But boy, oh boy, you can put the pieces of the puzzle in place in May and June that lead to you completing this puzzle like the Chiefs did on Sunday night out in Arizona with that championship win over the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's where it all starts. That's what we're talking about when we say leadership. That's what we're talking about with difference in Patrick Mahomes. He's different than other guys in the NFL that play the same position and make roughly the same amount of money. He's just a different guy and he's ours. He's our quarterback. We're not talking about somebody else's and envying it from afar. We're talking about our guy, our quarterback, our leader that is right here in Kansas City. And the pack camp is something that really, really put this team on the right path and allowed them to go out and conquer the Eagles and win that Super Bowl. And so it, it's it's just awesome to sit back and watch. It's so much fun to be a part of. It's so much fun to live this every single day. We're living our glory years right now. We're living the best life that we've had as sports fans here in Kansas City. And I hope for sure everybody appreciates it. Old tweets somehow surface when the timing is absolutely perfect for this one. And the um, Athletic tweeted out back in 2019, in case you missed it, Patrick Mahomes has thrown 36% of Troy Aikman's career touchdowns in about 8% of the game. Troy Aikman saw that 
and retweeted it and quote tweeted it that same day and said, in case you missed it, talk to me when he has 33% of my Super Bowl titles. Well, Patrick Mahomes now has 67% of Troy Aikman's Super Bowl titles. So scoreboard to Troy Aikman, who isn't as good a quarterback as he thinks he was. And that's no shot at Troy Aikman, won three Super Bowls. But I think a lot of folks would say maybe that Dallas Cowboy team, maybe they underachieved as well. Jimmy Johnson left. They never really recovered from that. So if if Troy Aikman wants to talk about Patrick Mahomes and scoreboards and things like that back in 2019, the receipts have come due, my friend. He now has two Super Bowl championships, which means he's got 67% of your Super Bowl championships. And it just gets better and better and better and better for this organization. Let's see. 913-586-7610. Melvin, you're a champion. Good morning, my friend. Hey, Bob. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. You got it, my man. Look, uh, I normally tune in from 558 to 10 o'clock, but today I got to change my schedule because I got to do what I did after the championship game. This morning, I'm going to spend my time calling the national radio stations and going to WFAN in Philadelphia and calling in to them because they crying now about that holding penalty, and that national media does us a favor because all they all they was worried about those 70 sacks that the Philadelphia Eagles had and the offensive line wasn't going to be able to handle. The same thing they said about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier this year about the 49ers defensive line when we played them. And when they do that, all they do is rile up our boys, and we go out and we don't say anything, and we smack them. You know, just like Travis said, Know your lane and stay in your lane. Use your brahonies. All right, fellas, talk to you later. Elvin, appreciate the phone call here on 610 Sports Radio. And and, and that's another thing. Like I, I've always said with this team, there's no stat for it. So semi-pro football out of focus doesn't like it. But there is the up yours factor that they like to play, the petty factor that they like to play, the remembering of what people said about them that they like to play. I mean, we talked about it last week, that armband on Mahomes' wrist has nothing to do with plays. It's all of the people who have said negative things about him. Bart Scott, Stephen A. Smith, whoever the case may be, Dan Orlovsky, whatever guy you want to throw out there, those are all written on Patrick Mahomes' wrist, and on every play he looks at it goes, who should I spite next? Okay, let's go Rex Ryan. You're up next. And then he runs for 26 yards and slides down at around the 18-yard line with about you know two and a half minutes to go. All right, who am I going to spite next? Bart Scott? All right, let's go, Bart Scott. Let's see what you got on this one. Wide open pass uh, to Sky Moore for the anytime touchdown. Thank you very much. Oh, you don't like this play? Uh, let's see, Dan Orlovsky, let me find an open Kadarius Tony and throw him the football. And let's do the same play on each side of the field and score wide open touchdowns both times. Any, anybody else want to argue about Patrick Mahomes being the best player in the game right now? No, I didn't think so. So there's, there's, there's Patrick Mahomes in a nutshell. He's been unbelievably awesome all season long. And yesterday's performance was one for the ages. It's one of the great performances that we've seen in our lifetimes. Maybe one of the greatest Super Bowl performances by a quarterback when you factor in how good Philadelphia was supposed to be and the bad ankle that Patrick Mahomes had may go down as one of the great Super Bowl performances of all time. 913-576-7610. Steve, you're up next here on 610 Sports Radio. Good morning. Enjoy waking up good a champion. Good morning to you guys. You got it. Hey, I'll tell you, you know, you're going to have weeks to uh, 
talk about the accolades of our superstars and great coach, but if there is a play in this game that exemplifies why the Chiefs are Super Bowl champions, it is Jarek McKinnon taking a knee on the one-foot line. Yeah. You know, for a young man to know that he can put a Super Bowl touchdown on his personal resume, but understand that the team needs him to sacrifice that and just get down because when he's ready to walk in, there is not a Chiefs fan that's somewhere saying, oh, my God, Hurts is going to have a minute and a half, and you damn well know that if they get a touchdown, they're probably going to go for two and probably make it. So for McKinnon to understand that the team needs him to sacrifice his own personal touchdown glory That is the makeup of the team. That is why they're Super Bowl champs. Well, and Steve, it is the little things. I mean, we've talked about that a lot today, too, with the pack camp. I mean, the little things are what make you Super Bowl champions, and you're right about that. If I'm Jarek McKinnon, I don't know, man. You see that goal line's right there. How do you not want to get that Super Bowl touchdown? We talked with Damian Williams about it last week. He wasn't told to, to slide down, so he ran it into the end zone and has that great moment. If you're Jarek McKinnon, you you saw how close he got before he went, let me put on the brakes. Let me slam on the brakes. Let me stop and not go into the end zone as much as I want to. I'm not going to do it. And it was the right play because it allowed Harrison Butker to come through with the game winning field goal. And who would have thought by the way that this season started, Harrison Butker uh, would be uh, talking to Josh Klingler at the end of the game about hitting that game winning field goal. Yeah, I think the the ball went over the net. We weren't able to get it, but that doesn't really matter. We won the Super Bowl, and I'm just very grateful to be on this team. To be able to be on a team where so many guys just fight and push through adversity has been incredible and just so thankful for, for this whole season and for this amazing win that we now have, and we're Super Bowl champs. Speaking of fight, this one was a, was a fight. How do you see it from your perspective? Yeah, obviously going into halftime, 10 points down doesn't feel great. I missed a field goal in the first half. That doesn't feel great, but you got to move on to the next kick, figure out what you did wrong, and, and go to the next uh, play. And I think that's what you know: offense, defense, special teams. We all were just focused on how do we improve, how do we make these adjustments. And I thought all three faces came through in, in, a, in a great way this game. You've been around. Being down ten is not a big deal, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, LIV. We were down ten, able to come back. So maybe there's something to uh, to maybe lose or you know being. Uh, at a deficit going into the second half. There's never any sweat, though, right? I mean, the, the sideline is calm. All you needed was like one play. I don't know if the, I don't know if it was Tony's return or what kind of jump started the, the, the sideline, but there was definitely a pickup and energy there in that fourth quarter. Right. I mean, you got to be focused on your process, what you can control, and everyone was positive going into the second half, knowing that you know we can overcome a 10-point deficit and. And obviously we did that, and just so amazing, so incredible that we are now Super Bowl champs. <laughs> I saw you kind of kicking yourself. You're like, I missed a kick. Oh, Do yeah. you allow yourself to enjoy the, the good ones and not lament the one that doesn't go in? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to go on to the next one. It's, you know, you're kind of defined by your last kick, right? And if you miss, you got to go on to the next one really fast as a kicker. You got to have a short memory. So, you know, just glad we won. When you make a big kick like that and then have to kick off, describe the <laughs> describe the uh, – I guess the focus it takes to, to go back out there. Well, yeah, you, you got to be locked in. You don't want to hit it into the end zone, but you you know you also want to hit it deep. And I probably could have hit that ball a little bit deeper, but again, it gave the Eagles 
one play basically to try to score a touchdown and we won the game and thankfully they didn't score a touchdown there. See, you're, you're, you're dissecting even the kickoff. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, shoot, they had the ball around the 40-yard line, which which wasn't great, but yeah, we won the game. I don't know if you put in perspective uh, three Super Bowl appearances, two wins in five years, where this organization is at. You know, this organization is, uh, you know, at a, at a great spot right now to, when you think about, you know, the five AFC championships all home, uh, we've won, what, four out of those five? Is that, no, three out of those five. Yeah, three Super Bowl appearances, two and one in the Super Bowl. You know, we just got to keep, uh, again, like I've been saying, focus on the process. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be back here next year. And who would have thought Harrison Butker would kind of be the the uh, the hero of the day based on the way that the season started right there in Arizona where he blew out that ankle on the first play of the game, the first play of the season on that opening kickoff, never really was able to recover from that ankle to where you needed him to be. It was always going to take time. We had the incident with Tommy Townsend not holding the ball properly. properly. That all got worked itself out. He missed that first kick, doinked off the upright. I'm sure everybody's stomach sank, right? Everybody went, oh, God, here we go again with Harrison Butker. The laces were pointed out. It was a good hold by Tommy Townsend. He just missed the kick and was able to recover. And then that shows you a lot because it is hard, I would imagine anyway, if you're a kicker in this league and you're in the Super Bowl and you doink your first one after having a rough season like Harrison Butker has had, but he found a way to uh, to get back up there and in the clutch. I, I, I'm, I'm guaranteeing the majority of Kansas City, when they were sitting on the ball and trying to rely on Harrison Butker to kick a game-winning field goal, even being that close, I'm sure the majority of Kansas City was like, I was going, are you really sure you want to do this and let Harrison Butker go out there? But he did. He went out there and he kicked that right through the uprights and won the game, and that's all that matters. That 27-yard field goal is going to go down in immortality as the game winner of this Super Bowl, 38-35. to Also, you heard Josh mention to um, Butker about eh, being down 10 nothing is not a big deal, and, and it's not for this organization, right? It's, it's no big deal for this organization. But in Super Bowl history, it's only the second time ever that a team with a double-digit deficit came back and won a Super Bowl game at halftime. The last one was, I don't know, there was a 28-3 score at one point a couple of Super Bowls ago where the team that was trailing 28-3 came back and won that game. They were led by Tom Brady, this team led by Patrick Mahomes, the two undisputed greatest quarterbacks that this league has ever seen. And the other issue, and and... And, and this is a weird feeling to have that scoop and score for the chiefs. When, when, when we had that scoop and score, I thought to myself, boy, all right, that's points. I would have rather have seen the offense go out there, get the defense off the field a little bit, give them a little bit of a break. Didn't do it. And then they were able to march down and, and you know, put their offense to work and Philadelphia had it clicking and, and humming there for a while from an offensive standpoint but they were never able to deliver that knockout blow. They were never able to just destroy the uh, for the Chiefs. They allowed them to hang around. They allowed them to be there. They allowed them to feel like they were in this thing. And even down 10, at no point did I ever feel like the Chiefs were out of this football game because you knew what was going to happen. We had all seen this before. It was 24-14 at halftime. And there was no reason to ever believe that the Chiefs were out of it. I thought, quite honestly, the Chiefs would be up 28-14 when they were when they were down 21-14. 
I thought they would be up 28-14 the next time Philadelphia got the ball back because they had the possession and then they had halftime and then they were receiving the kick. I was wrong in that situation, but I thought that's for sure how it was going to be because Philadelphia let this team kind of hang around and never delivered the knockout blow. And if you're going to allow Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid to hang around, they are eventually going to figure it out and they are going to deliver the knockout blow to you. It was a 10th round TKO and the Chiefs found a way to get it done. You had a chance to knock them out cold in the first half and you didn't do it. And then your defense decided not to show up for the second half and the Chiefs steamrolled you and they motorboated you right to a championship. And they held on to the ball for so long in that first half. We went outside at halftime just to kind of clear our head or, you know, elevate our mind and relax sure. and try to decompress. And we were sitting there talking. You know, they had the ball for like 22, 23 minutes, and we had the ball for eight, and they were only up by 10. Right. Right. If Mahomes is able to get the ankle under control, and that was the question we had at halftime, will he have enough time? And, yes, 30 minutes with a Rihanna concert right. is enough time to get the little uh, – the little shocking thing on the ankle, shoot it up, whatever he needed to do, whatever needed to be done. And he came out there and they just went roughshod right over him. And we weren't really worried. It was just like, okay, if the ankle's okay and he's able to play on it, and you know, you knew at that point, no matter what, he was going to go out there and play on one leg. Chan Henney was not going to see that no, game God, no. in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, to see him go out there in that second half and just deliver the knockout blow repeatedly straight down the field, whatever needed to be done, the kid was going to do it. Well, and, and it's interesting you said about Chad Henney because when they came back from halftime, it was either Aaron Andrews or Tom Rinaldi, whoever spoke to Nick Sirianni, he said that uh, they were prepared for Chad Henney. Why, why were you why? in the locker room preparing for Chad Henney? <laughs> if, if they were in the locker room during the Rihanna halftime show and concert and they were preparing for Chad Henney, they were wasting their time. Another reason why you saw this organization leap to the top yep. because they went out there and they didn't waste time preparing for Chad Henney at halftime. You don't need to prepare for Chad Henney, okay? Nope. No offense to Chad. Go out there and figure out how to stop Patrick Mahomes and figure out how to score some more points. That's what they should have been doing. Andy Reid plus Patrick Mahomes greater than Nick Sirianni plus Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and, and Jalen had a damn good and game. Jalen was great. I mean, the He's dimes the MVP he was throwing. If they win that game. He was fantastic. Oh. That was the only running game they had because the yeah. Chiefs locked down everything else that they had. It was just the 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 design runs from Jalen Hurts yeah. that, you know, hey, Jalen's going to get his, and I thought he played an excellent game. Just wasn't good enough. Just wasn't good enough. 913-586-7610. Tim, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Good morning, Tim. You're a champ. Hey, Bob. Uh, you know, I met you in St. Louis at a sporting event. You and I were working way, way back in the day, and I remember – uh, Klingler when he was just a guest commentator back in the uh, Billy Bob and Tim Grunhard days. But, <laughs> hey, there, there's, there's two things nobody talked about yet so far. Right. First, one, first one is, how about that Vic Fangio check he got from the Philadelphia Eagles for three days worth of work to supposedly help them scheme? Yeah. Fangio is probably the biggest winner outside of the Chiefs community. Well, no doubt, and yeah. Number, and then number two – you know, Andy played a poker game yesterday. He knew that the, the two corners on the outside could hypothetically take away anything that was downfield. And he said, you know what, I'm going to string it along, string along, string along. And then he, and he goes, I'm going to do these little dumps to McKinnon 
and Tony and Sky Moore. And, and it looked like these guys were, you know, confused on the route they were going to run or they were confused about what kind of play they were doing. And that was just Andy kind of just stringing along as the, as the puppet master. And that tells you right there from that, that Tampa Bay Super Bowl where, you know, they said, hey, we're going to take away Travis, Tyreek, and Pat, and, and then everybody else is going to have to beat us. Well, last night, you know, the, the minor role players and the guys you don't normally talk about, that's who beat them last night. Well, and, and, Thanks and, for listening, buddy. You got it, my man. Thanks for calling in, Tim. I appreciate your phone call. And that's why we've been saying Brett Veachtown for the last two years, because it's guys that you don't count on to produce and perform big that step up and produce and perform big. And that's why when you set up your roster from one to 53, you have to give as much love to the bottom half of your roster as you do to the top half of your roster and the bottom third of your roster to the top third of your roster and the bottom 10 of your roster to the top 10 of your roster. They all have to be viewed as somebody who is going to help you win a Super Bowl. And if you're going down your roster, like I'm sure Brett Veach does multiple times per day, and you say, can I improve at this position here? You owe it to yourself to go out and try to improve at that position. And it's the tireless work by Brett Veach that supplies the players that Andy Reid is able to put in position to go out there and be world champions. It all starts with that general manager. And that's why we're all having a parade and we're all loving living here in Brett Veach town. And if you want one of those Brett Veach town shirts, send us a text to 913-586-7610. 913-586-7610. will send you the link to the Brett Veach town t-shirts that you can purchase purchase coming up here on 610 sports radio Kadarius Tony went from somebody that this league did not like to a man who made arguably the biggest play of the day Kling sits down with Kadarius Tony we hear from him next Fesco in the morning one of the greatest duos brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology it's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio it's the remix game tied 35 apiece Pacheco's the running back. Tony comes in motion. Here comes pressure to the outside. As Mahomes steps up, he's going to scramble. He's at the 40, bad ankle 30, bad ankle 20. Tackled from behind down to the Eagle 18-yard line, a 25-yard scramble. What bad ankle. He is limping back to the huddle. Don't underestimate how tough Patrick Mahomes is. And Travis is catching the ball. Willie Gay is defending the ball. Sacks are coming from Chris Jones. Sky's making plays. We need more parades. And we're living here in Brett Beach Town. Living here in Brett Beach Town. Ah, that is the remake for you here on 610 Sports Radio. If you want a link to buy the Brett Veach Town t-shirts, 913-586-7610. Send us uh, a text and B-Double send you that link. They are $20. There's a bunch of different ones you can order. Hopefully we'll have another new one out sometime later on today, and you can get that shirt as well. We'll let you know what that one is as we uh, kind of get our plan together uh, here on Fesco in the morning. Also, right now, caller number 
number six nine one three five eight six seven six ten nine one three five seven or five eight six seven six ten. You're going to get an opportunity to win a parking pass for the parade on. Wednesday, we've got another pass to give away, and it's for parking in the Pershing Garage at Crown Center. Uh, from the good folks over at Crown Center, they have entrances on Grand and also at McGee. And so we want to get you a parking pass so you don't have to worry about parking. We're also going to throw in uh, some Aries Lane leggings as well for your uh, for your sweetheart for Valentine's Day or for yourself. It doesn't matter. So 913-586-7610, 913 if you want to win that parking pass for the parade on Wednesday and the leggings from Aries Lane as well. We'll also, in the 9 o'clock hour, take a, four phone calls, and whoever sings Brett Veachtown the best is going to win a one-night stay at the Westin for tomorrow night so you can wake up on Wednesday morning and be right down there for the parade and not have to worry about the traffic and the hassle of everything that goes into getting downtown for that parade. 913-586-7610 is that telephone number. And who better to represent what we have going on in Kansas City when we talk about Brett Feechtown than Kadarius Tony, And he was a guy that the Chiefs made a trade for. More about making a trade for next year, getting ahead of the run on wide receivers and the cost involved in wide receivers. Uh, getting ahead of that, uh, Kadarius Tony comes into Kansas City, and I thought, hey, anything you get out of him this year is a bonus, but next year is when we're really going to start judging what Kadarius Tony is all about. And boy, he was big. A huge punt return and a touchdown, and he and Josh Klingler had a conversation on the field. Kadarius Tony's got a uh, smile on his face, yet tears in his eyes. It's, it's that kind of night, isn't it? Yeah, it's just surreal, man. We just try to, you know, we work all season, work all every day, you know, to live in this moment right here, and here we is. The biggest punt return in Super Bowl history. How's that feel for you? It feel amazing to go out there and, and execute what the coaches put in. You know, I got the, the staff and the, the players behind me no matter what, and it just felt to go out there and execute. You had the, uh, that was kind of a short kick. Could you describe what you saw cut back and obviously had the wall? Yeah, I saw the short punt, and I knew it was kind of, I knew everybody was going to come, so I just, first first foot I could, get in the <laughs> ground and go the other way, I tried. And then finding the end zone as well tonight offensively. I know you battled some things this year. It was a, a, a journey to get to this Chiefs team, yet you're in the Super Bowl making a play like that. You struck the touchdown too. Man. Just, just play calling, man. And to re put me in the best position I could be out there. You know, I wasn't the most played player, but I was the most contributor, I guess you could say. I mean, he just put me in position. I just had to go out there and make a play. You know, you heard multiple times Kadarius Tony give credit to Andy Reid. That was a minute and 11 seconds. And twice he talked about the coaches putting him in the right position to be able to go out there and make those plays, whether it be the touchdown play that he had to give the Chiefs the 28-27 lead with 12.04 to go, or whether that was the 65-yard punt return less than two minutes later uh, where Kadarius Tony set the Chiefs up at the five-yard line and they were able to knock it in three plays later and score that touchdown both of those plays he credited Andy Reid for scheming it up properly and the coaches for scheming it up properly and putting him in the right position to make those plays and I think that is one of the more evident things that we are taking away from this game yesterday 
is that Andy Reid is clearly a difference maker. And if anybody ever doubted Andy Reid, go back and watch that game from yesterday and see how Andy Reid flat out outcoached Nick Sirianni. And I know I sound like a broken record when I keep saying quarterback-coach combination. It bared out. I mean, there's no more evidence of what a quarterback-coach combination means in this league than what we saw yesterday. As good as Jalen Hurts was, he was weighed down by his head coach and the defensive staff. Patrick Mahomes and his coaching staff elevate each other, and they elevated each other to greatness as Super Bowl champions yesterday. And also, too, Give Dave Tobe credit. We've been hard on Dave Tobe and, and, and you know, Oktoberfest and all that kind of stuff we were talking about earlier in the year. The bloom fell off the Dave Tobe rose for a while. You had missed field goals, bad snaps. I mean, not great in the return game. Yesterday, they did everything they needed to do on special teams. They made plays when they needed to make plays, and they had a return that sets you up at the five-yard line. And if you give Patrick Mahomes the ball at the five-yard line, I don't care who's playing on the other side of that offensive line. They're pounding it right down your throat. They're scoring a touchdown on that. So everybody, again, big contributors, big-time contributors in that game. 913-586-7610. 913-586-7610 is the telephone number. I want you to grab a line, and we're going to take our first four calls that are going to sing Brett Veachtown. Whoever B-Dub and I determine is the best singer of Brett Veachtown will win the one night stay tomorrow night only at the Westin. So you're there ready to go for the parade on Wednesday. Nice Valentine's day gift as well. So if you can sing Brett Veachtown and you think you're better than me, which you all are, um, you have the opportunity to win that one night stay at the Westin. It's good for Tuesday night only as we get you set for the parade on Wednesday. So dial now 913-586-7610. We'll give somebody an opportunity to win that. And this is the only thing we should be calling the Chiefs today, and it's not Super Bowl champions. We'll tell you what it is next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.